Hey, what's good, everybody? Um, how are we doing? <laughs> uh, well, I had uh, an entirely different episode in mind and uh, was well on my way to finishing it. And then, um, I don't know, something just kind of weird happened. Um, Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock for uh, making a joke about his wife's hair. And um, because of that guy, all my plans changed. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm sure by now it's been talked to death. Um, But men's association and women's infatuation with violence is an ongoing topic worth diving into because it's gonna last long after this incident and um, what came from this in regards to what I saw um, in people's reactions was uh, pretty disturbing pretty disturbing honestly Um, kind of erratic and irrational um, short-sighted there's a lot to it there's a lot to it Um, I mean for myself um, when it happened for a split moment I was conflicted about what I had just seen Um, a man making a joke about my wife's hair at the Oscars nah you getting slapped down you getting smacked down like that was my first reaction like oh yes I get it but then as quickly as that thought came into my mind my personal history kicked into high gear and everything my physical mental spiritual and emotional response was much different and hit a lot deeper than even I expected um so I think to, to, to start this conversation, it should be known that from my late teens into my mid-twenties, I used all forms of physical violence to defend my honor, to get respect, to defend, to defend women's honor and get respect to defend my friend's honor and get respect, to defend my mother's honor and get respect. Um, And I was in and out of jail enough during that time that when my girlfriend came to bail me out, the last time I was there, they wouldn't let her at first. When she came to bail me out, a detective sat her down in a room and asked her if she was okay. Um, he asked and looked for signs of physical abuse uh, or if she was scared in any way by simply being in my presence. She was absolutely shocked in the moment until the detective left for just a little bit and then came back in with my file. And those files detailed for her every violent act I had ever been warned, ticketed, and or jailed for uh, 
year after year. Um, after she convinced the detective that she was fine and I wasn't a threat to her, I was bailed out. When I was out, she told me this story and to say I was embarrassed and ashamed is an understatement because what had started in my mind as a means of protecting honor and receiving respect was really just an angry boy without guidance who had turned into a violent young man with no understanding of what it really means to have self-respect and have gained the respect of honorable people. So, so how does this have anything to do with Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris at the Oscars? Um, well, it has everything to do with it because Will Smith's violent reaction came as a result of he and his wife's egos being tested publicly by someone other than themselves. See, um, Will and Jada have no problem amplifying and promoting the most intimate parts of their relationship to the world. And I actually think what they've done is interesting and makes for great, honest conversation around um, relationships and friendships and marriage. But when they do it, they're in control of that narrative from the moment they bring up a topic to the moment they stop recording and put it out into the world. After that, the public does whatever they want with it. Um, but at the Oscars, it's a much different situation and not just for them. I mean, Ricky Gervais is hands down the most ruthless celebrity roasters to have ever hosted the Oscars. He's brutal and he's funny in my opinion, but whether it's him or someone else, it's been a tradition that on that night when celebrities are celebrated even more, there's a few moments when somebody comes in with a voice that most people in that audience probably don't hear very often. Um, and that's a voice that actually doesn't give a shit about them being celebrities. And they become just another group of people sitting in the audience of a comedy show for just a split moment. And in that moment, they're ready to laugh at others and themselves. And it works where it has in the past because it's necessary. If you haven't realized by now, I think it's safe to say that humility is not a common thread running through Hollywood, holding it all together. <laughs> so a moment when some jabs can be thrown and received by some of the biggest egos on the planet, it's a show of good faith. It shows that although the world respects filmmakers and actors and their craft, 
that nobody takes themselves so seriously that they believe they're above getting clowned by a world-renowned comedian. So back to Will and Jada. They're sitting there laughing until the joke is pointed at them. And the joke is about her hair. Uh, And it's well known that Jada has alopecia. And why is it well known? Well, because she's publicly gone into detail about it, along with all the other things they've shared. And if you've watched Red Table, then you've seen the range of emotions that come with the topics they share. And usually they go out of their way to show their humility by making jokes in the moment about what they're feeling or what they went through. But when Chris Rock crosses that threshold with them, it becomes a different story. Now, I know the first thing people are going to say is, but Jada has alopecia and that's pushing it too far. But is it really? I mean, based on what they've shared and promoted to the world, her alopecia would seem like the last thing they would be hypersensitive about. And for those listening who don't know about their long list of intimate topics, I suggest you Google it and see for yourself. So what was their reaction really about? This couple who shares the most intimate parts of their lives with the world is now somehow offended by a hair joke. But why though? Ego. Ego. Based on the lack of control in that moment in regards to their narrative and image. Ego based on how Will has often been seen as a result of the topics they've chosen to speak about publicly. If you watch the footage, both of them are laughing, haha, until Chris speaks about something she herself has already spoken about time and time again. But this time, neither of them are in control. And the jokes they laughed about in regards to others is now on them. Will even laughs for a moment until Jada is clearly not laughing and offended. Now, this point is crucial because every heterosexual man has been in this situation in one degree or another. You're out somewhere and a man crosses a line with the woman you came with. Maybe not physically, but verbally. Maybe some guy says, uh, hey, nice ass or nice tits as you walk by or worse. Every man from age 15 till death knows this moment. And what occurs afterwards is based on age and experience. But most of all, it's based on ego. 
because a verbal exchange can only affect someone as much as they allow it to affect them. That's very different than a physical exchange or threat. Will and Jada are sitting there and feel some form of verbal assault. Now, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with the joke being said in the first place, the fact is that they are both public figures and considered leaders in the black and global community and film industry. And in that moment, nothing is being threatened but their pride. Will laughs, then sees Jada is not. Now that, along with all the unknown triggers inside of Will that he kind of alludes to in his new book, um, sends the message to his mind that for whatever reason, of all the publicly shared moments in he and Jada's life, this is the one that broke the camel's back. He... He, he didn't think about why he was actually there in that moment, which was, which was because of the role he played in a movie that sealed the Williams family legacy forever on film. A film about a family that overcame the odds by facing the challenges of racism, classism, bigotry in general without slapping somebody. No, it was about a joke that his wife didn't laugh at because she was the butt of it. Her reaction was based on ego and the lack of control she had in that moment. And I say that because in all the other detailed stories of their lives that they've willingly released into the world, her and Will are both okay and make jokes freely and easily. Will's reaction is based on a million different things we'll never know. But what I do know is that he knew in that moment that there would be no physical response to his action. He knew from the moment he left his chair that he would be safe at the end of whatever violence he saw fit to react with. Now, hitting another man when you know that man isn't expecting it and is definitely not going to react in kind isn't bravery or honorable is weak. And Will knew that Chris would obviously be shocked and there would be no competition or brawl as a result of his actions. There would be no reaction, just attention. So he slaps Chris across the face and struts in full confidence back to his seat with everyone around him looking in awe at what just occurred. And Chris continues on professionally and exits the stage without further incident. 
then as he accepts his Oscar, his first Oscar ever, he starts crying and rambling on about being a protector and apologizing to everyone but the man who he just hit, who was doing the job he and every other comedian before him was hired to do, roast the celebrities and make them sweat a little bit. Then he sits back in his seat and it all goes back to business as usual, as if a violent act didn't just happen on live TV between two men in high positions of influence and respect, as if violence between two black men is such a normal occurrence that even when it happens on stage at the Oscars, there's little to no reaction. Um, I'll say this, if a black man had assaulted Al Pacino in the middle of a monologue, because he didn't like what he was saying, do you think the show would have gone on as usual or would security have been called immediately? If it was Al Pacino who made that joke, would Will have had the same reaction? If a woman said that joke, would Jada have stormed the stage and smacked the shit out her? I don't know. These are all hypothetical, but it really shows the absurdity of what happened. Now, once it all went down, I just, I sat in shock because a trainload of man baggage was dumped on that stage and there wasn't anyone there to unpack it, but us, the viewers. So this could go in all sorts of directions, race, class, privilege. But I think the easiest first step, in my opinion, the most broad and resounding point of view to unpack is where people stand on the physical act of violence as the first response to a verbal threat or a verbal uh, discourse where someone feels disrespected. Now, I'm gonna keep it 100. It doesn't matter that they're black or famous or rich. What matters is the act that occurred as a result of words. The act was violence and it was wrong, period. And anyone who disagrees with me would change their tune if I slapped the shit out them because they told me they disagreed. It's literally that simple. Everything else around what happened is nuance. If you honestly think that immediately hitting someone who verbally disrespects or challenges you is okay, then you're not okay. And you need help. <laughs> so the next day I go online and to my surprise, his actions are being triumphed by a ton of women who I know that are the loudest when it comes to uh, defeating toxic masculinity or the Me Too movement or just women's rights in general. And I think that was 
probably even more shocking than the act itself. Immediately, I'm thinking like, wait, but haven't we just spent like the past five years at least fighting toxic masculinity and exposing all the stupid, dangerous shit that men have done throughout history? But somehow it was these exact same women who were applauding him. Now, I think on a guttural level, everyone, male or female, has this voice inside them that says, if someone hurts me, I get to hurt them. I think that's a base human instinct, but I think it's more pronounced in men via acts of violence. But, I mean, I I thought we all agreed this was a base instinct, not a rule of thumb. Clearly, I was horribly mistaken. <laughs> it kind of felt like when, uh, when I thought a man who made fun of a disabled journalist from a podium in front of the entire world would never be allowed to become president. Stupid me. And uh, I mean, it was wild. Because what I saw was women applauding his violence and justifying it by any means necessary. Uh, it was justified because Jada's a woman, justified because Jada's black, justified because Jada has alopecia, justified because Will is black, justified because Chris made a bad joke, justified because it was a bad joke made in public, justified because Chris had some joke that he had made about her back in 2016, justified because of patriarchy, justified because of white supremacy, justified because we got too used to seeing docile Negroes. Literally, this came up in my thread. Justified because of colonization, justified because of misogyny, justified because of the illusion of the magical Negro. I, I don't know. Uh, justified because we're somehow conditioned to only see white women being protected and defended physically. Like, really? I could go on and on with the bullshit that I read. And for the record, for the record, alopecia is not a black condition. It's not just a woman's condition. Being the butt of bad jokes told by a comedian is not a violation of blackness. That only happens to black people. Being hurt by someone's words isn't a black thing. It's a human thing. Being insecure it's not a black thing, it's a human thing. Wanting to lash out in violence as a result of said insecurities is a human thing. Not hitting another man because he said something that hurt your wife's feelings doesn't make a man less strong and definitely doesn't make him less black. But these are the things that were coming from 
women's mouths. And I gotta say that if, as a woman, you think any of those statements are true, you're a big part of the problem and toxic on a number of levels. If you think a man's strength lays solely in his willingness to hit someone because you're offended by the words someone said, you're the problem because the world doesn't care about your feelings. And the sooner you define yourself, the sooner you'll be able to brush off the moments when others attempt to define you or break you down with their words and opinions. There is a part of this that I think does pertain to the black community in particular. And that's this notion that because of our shared history in this country and our shared uh, continued struggles in the present, that feeling, that any feeling of disrespect felt at any given moment should be answered with violence. It's a common thread through black American vernacular, conversations, jokes, actualities, and most definitely, I mean, I think the most pronounced uh, vehicle for that kind of thinking is hip-hop music. Um, now, before I go any further, because <laughs> I understand that, like, it can sound like I'm on a bit of a soapbox. Uh, this is the part of the conversation when I have to walk a very fine line because although I am very different than I was as a young man, in regards to this, there is no part of me that's not ready and willing to go back on everything I'm speaking against should the moment present itself. Because I was raised by hip hop. I was raised with these conversations and views in regards to the acceptable violence that comes with being disrespected. So don't get it twisted. I'm not better than. I'm just speaking from a different place. And I'm also 48 years old. And in a split second, I can evaluate a possibly violent situation and see all the possible outcomes to determine what my next move should be. The ability for me to do that comes from a lot of experience being in those situations, from seeing others in those situations and knowing people who never made it out of those situations intact or alive. My spidey senses regarding violent environments is fairly sharp and it never goes away. In fact, the further I get from dangerous situations, the more I recognize when I could possibly be in one or on the verge of being in one. But for men too young to have had these experiences or just maybe you didn't grow up in that kind of an environment. It's incredibly dangerous 
to hear that what women need you to do to show that you love them is to slap the shit out of any man who dares to speak a word against you or against the women they love. It's just not smart. And women with sons who championed Will for doing this are short-sighted at best and horribly negligent at worst. Telling a young black man that his standard for love, his standard for blackness, uh, his standard for masculinity lays in his willingness to hit someone is going to get him killed in real life. The men in your life are not Will Smith at the Oscars. They're Willie Bobo on Front Street and they'll get tested. They'll get called out and absolutely got if all it takes is another man popping off. Whether it's to their girlfriends, their wives, or their mothers. If you don't have an understanding of the larger picture, there's a good chance you won't make it long enough to be in the larger picture. Because that's what men and women do everywhere in the world, and especially in the streets of America. You slap a man for insulting your wife in a bar, and the moment you go to walk back to your seat all proud of yourself is the moment old boy is going to make his own choices based on what's worth what to him. And I promise he ain't going to be Chris Rock professional in his response. So I think y'all get what I'm saying here, but I promise you that the unfortunate truth is that there's going to be women who hear this and still tell their sons, if a man ever talks shit to me, your sister, your grandma, or your wife, you better fuck them up. I promise that's still going to get said. And, you know, that boy, that man, because he's trying to be the best man he can for the women he cares about, will take that to heart and hold it close wherever he goes and he'll unnecessarily put himself in danger thinking it's the noble thing to do. Hopefully he'll live through it and actually become a man of nobility one day. You don't have to look any further than the footage of Jada's face and Will's reaction to understand the real power of women's words and expectations of men. The look of her face triggered Will Smith, one of the most iconic and successful figures in the history of cinema, to such a high degree that he went up on the biggest, most viewed stage worldwide, besides maybe the presidential inauguration. Her face triggered him to such a high degree that he slapped the shit out of another man who was also considered an icon in his own right in front of the entire world. 
women. If you don't understand the responsibility of what comes with that kind of power, then you're walking around like an infant with a loaded gun. Your power over men as a mother, as a girlfriend, as a lover, as a daughter, as a wife is indescribable. It's like, it's like a woman trying to explain to a man how it feels to get their period or have a baby. I'm not comparing the experiences. I'm comparing the ability to describe the experiences properly so that the other person truly feels the depth of it. It's impossible, but it's very real. Now, I wonder if Jada knew in that moment what her look was going to trigger. I won't speculate on that. But I definitely, I definitely know that my wife knows that a certain look from her would possibly send me to prison or the morgue because of what I would do once I understood the assignment. <laughs> Every woman has that look and should understand what can happen once she uses it. Now, and this is not to say that this is her fault because it's not. It's Will's, 100%. For me, this moment was simultaneously trivial and deeply impactful to American society. On one hand, it's just some famous people doing some outlandish shit at an awards ceremony that people will forget about by the end of the week. But on the other, it's our collective reactions to it that exposed the underbelly of some of our most talked about issues of the day that are incredibly important to all of us. At a time when women are rightfully calling out the actions of men that have historically led to so much violence and inequity, seeing women prop up this age-old demonstration of manhood as an act of valor is disappointing and really shows that women are just as confused about what's right and wrong as men are when it comes to masculinity. If you say this act of violence was okay because he was defending Jada or because the joke was bad or because that's how you're supposed to defend the black women you love. What you're really doing is giving men the green light to choose violence when they feel as if they've heard enough words for the day. And although that makes sense or it may make sense when the words are coming from a comedian at an awards show in the shape of a bad joke, it may hit different literally when those words happen to be coming from you or your children. Because once you blur the lines of violence, not all men will be able to pull it back into focus when the time comes. And if you've set the standard for the use of violence as being okay anytime a man feels disrespected, then just know that one of these days you 
or your son's girlfriend or his future wife may find herself on the wrong end of that standard. Black folks, sometimes things that happen have nothing to do with us being black. But for some reason, a lot of us want to make it about being black. Sometimes it's perfectly fit and normal. It, it's, it's a thing. There are moments like that. But men defending the honor of the women they love with violence isn't a black thing. It's a human trait that's partially natural within us as men, but mostly exaggerated and passed down through the poisonous and persistent acts of men who either didn't know better, knew better, but didn't do better, or just sought to extract their power from the fear of others. We have real issues in this country as black men. And although Will's actions could easily highlight a few of them, that's not what I personally witnessed. I witnessed a human act based on human fears and insecurities, and most of all, human ego. And what I saw in regards to the people rewarding him for that was more fear insecurity and ego i honestly don't have hope that humans will ever not embrace violence as the go-to option for changing someone's mind about what they did uh what they're doing currently or what they may want to do in the future violence and fear are proven tactics for control i'm just wondering how much of it we're going to have to experience before we see love, dialogue, and empathy are also proven paths towards something greater than control. Maybe trust. Maybe a trust that there's enough for all of us and that we share the common goal of seeking out health and joy, family, inspiration, and community. The joke was bad because it hurts someone's feelings. And I think the correction I need to make, one of a million, is that just because I have a thick skin about a lot of things doesn't mean that everyone else does or that they even should. Because a lot of my thick skin comes from my own traumas. And it's probably not in my best interest to wear that thick skin as a badge of honor because where it comes from is not worth holding on to empathy empathy is the other part of this equation and often the hardest to execute daily but i think that empathy is an entirely different topic <laughs> so at this point i feel like i've covered this enough and I'm honestly looking forward to getting back to the planned episode um, that this was going to this episode was going to be because it was the first interview with my wife and me asking what she really thinks about the man she married and the life that's been created along the way. I'm excited about that. Um, and I definitely think you guys will enjoy. It. So with that, 
I'm going to let you guys go temporarily and just leave you with this. We are all flawed. I am flawed. This is not a judgment of Will, Jada, their relationship. It's not a judgment of you and your relationships. My goal, as with every episode of Life Math, is to bring up the things and perspectives that may not come up on social media or in discussions with our friends and family because getting deep into shit isn't always sexy or fun but it's necessary from time to time and I'm the right guy for that job (laughs) because I don't mind it so I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh Please follow me on Instagram at LifeMathPodcast. You can listen to past episodes streaming on Apple, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms. And more than anything else, if you like what you hear, if you feel like you have more to add, if you feel like I missed something, or if you think I'm dead wrong, let me know. This is... Uh, a, a kind of dialogue for me and I want it to be that for you as well leave comments but even better repost the links and clips to all your social media pages and um, let everybody know what you think about this I know this is a tired subject but I think what I pulled out of it is worth discussing a little bit more so Word of mouth is the best marketing and coming from folks like you, it's even better. That's it. Take care. Be well. Um, Try not to slap the shit out of people. I know it's tough. uh, And I'll see y'all next time. I'm out. Peace. No, for real. Peace.